Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal. I am your host, Marcus Bullock. With me back from the Big Apple this week is my co-host, Brett Gault. What's going on, man? Hey, glad to be back. Um, it was got great to have a little vacation. I had a little vacation in a while. And uh, don't worry, Thursday night I got back about halftime to be able to watch the Mountaineers take care of the Hokies at the, in the second half of that game. So I, I like to say that I took credit for that one right there. Congratulations on your Mountaineers. Uh, Virginia Tech is they're, they're awful. And we'll get into that later because it looks like I'm going back to back weeks because uh, the Hokies are going up against Mr. 7 and 0. The Mr. Tar Heels, Wilson Collins, is joining us this week. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Appreciate the intro. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the, the Mountaineers look great. I mean, you have more dudes, you have more dogs. There's no talent on that Virginia Tech roster. Like just, I, yeah, I was, I was gonna say I don't I don't know if it's more of us looking great or you guys are just bad. I mean, but I mean there there were a couple of things that definitely went our way. Like we muffed the punt or whatever out of bounds. And um yeah, I mean there was just I mean, your guys' penalties just killed you. That was the main thing. I mean you had stops on drives, but then the penalties just ended up killing you guys. So I think it was a little bit of both. I think we were definitely the better team, but I mean, you guys just had so many things that just hurt you as the game went on. Yep. Funny story about the penalties. Um, it was publicized that the captains voted on there being corrective action for those who get penalties in the game now, because I believe Virginia Tech is the third most penalized team in D1 football. And you can't win football games like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, they're – and some of them were just so blatant. Like – and they were just unnecessary, you know? 100%. It was it was definitely tough to watch, but, you know, that's pretty much what it's going to be this season. So, I'm already strapped in and just ready to watch this bad football team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – I think we know you're over six and a half is definitely not hitting it, but I don't even think, I, I think Grant Wells, I mean, especially at the end, I think we all knew he was about to throw a pick or whatever, but I just don't know if Grant Wells is serviceable at the kind of power five level. I mean, he was, he was really good at Marshall, especially his freshman year, but just the turnovers is a killer. Well, we should have Hendon Hooker, but that's neither here nor there. But, uh, Wilson, um, you don't get off the hook either because the the Tar Heels had two weeks to prepare for Notre Dame, and their offense decides not to show up like last week at all. Nothing? Well, not nothing, but, yeah, it wasn't the, wasn't the best showing. Um, that, that was kind of a trap game, I feel like, where we were coming in defeated. Notre Dame, what, they, they're underperforming greatly. And um, they, I mean, our defense is shit. 
our defense is so bad. So we just, we just, our offense wasn't perfect that game. Uh, although, you know, Drake May still had like a 70% completion percentage and five touchdowns and 300 yards. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you could say it was awful, but yeah, we, we couldn't, we were trying to come back at the end too. It was actually a pretty good effort. I was, I was not too upset with the loss. I'll put it like that. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah. Well, with um, our, I guess our favorite teams uh, taking a one and two, uh, we, Brett, you definitely uh, get the props there. Um, we got a couple of things coming up for you this week. Uh, first and foremost, we as a podcast, and when I say we as a podcast, I mean the whole community, um, our listeners, you know, the guys in the chat room, our guests who join us every week, like Brett and I ourselves, we are just very thankful for all the listens, the downloads, the participation that we get worldwide. As of now, half the distance to the gold is listened to in five countries worldwide. We have the United States, France, the UK, Romania, and Slovakia. You know, like international people, they got to come get these locks too, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just crazy that we have other people in like other countries listening. I mean, I mean, I think we said this time and time again that like whenever we start first, we always joked about doing this. And then like to actually get people to listen to it is just a whole different story because we never expected that to happen. So like Marcus said, we're just very thankful for everybody listening. And then hopefully we can uh, keep on bringing more uh, good bets every single week. Yep. So we are worldwide, international. We're always also coast to coast in the U.S. Um, as far in the southeast as Georgia, um, got the New England area, got got a little bit of New York in there. All the way over to the Midwest, Illinois, got some Oklahoma fans and the great state of Washington. Got some guys in California listening, and um, it's, it's just it's just been a really good ride. We're we're over. 1,000 downloads, um, just a little bit of the breakdown of where we're listened to. Uh, Fifty, About 53% listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify picks up the rest just about. Uh, a couple people download us from Google Chrome, um, the Podbean app, who is our distributor for our show. And it's, it's, it's just been a fun ride. And for we have a lot of new listeners this season. And if, if you haven't gone back and listened to past episodes, Brett and I started this idea in high school in newspaper class just by passing around a sheet of computer paper with a couple games. And we we keep tally with the whole class on who won the most. And we always talked about doing a podcast upon college graduation, had a little bit more time, a little bit more money in our pockets. Although podcasting isn't very expensive, you need a little bit to get it started up. And this is really a grassroots show and what it's become. So, like, thank you all for tuning in and kicking it with us for an hour each week and hopefully trying to put a little bit of change in your pocket and give you some entertainment. Yep. Just crazy. It's crazy. An idea for newspaper and it's actually coming true. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start getting into it. So last week, as we just mentioned in the, in the chat room, one word chaos, there was chaos everywhere. Not a lot went right. Um, a lot of back doors. So um, let's just go ahead and just, Lay out the stats last week for the show, nine and 18. Not a good week, not the not the 16 and six week that we had before, but we're still positive, um, plus one unit on the season um, as a whole. But we got we got to get back to work. We got to bounce back. So this is going to be a true test of, of what we got. Uh, last week, later in the clubhouse was Court. Court was three and four. His wins, Wake plus seven and a half. Coastal Carolina laying one and a half points. Very good win there. And then Ohio State laying 17 and a half against Wisconsin. Never a doubt. I hate I pulled that one off my cart. 
But his four losses were Iowa Rutgers under 34, did not hit Chapel Hill, pick them. Notre Dame did not happen. USC, they got it done, but they did not cover six. And then Oklahoma, did they struggle with Kansas State? They do. Kansas State is like their kryptonite. I mean, and they beat them at home and they beat them away too. That's kind of the crazy thing. But, I mean, you know what? I was I was happy for Martinez because – the dude at Nebraska kind of just got ran out of there. So, and then, I mean, to, to lose the week before to, what was it, Tulsa, I think. Mm-hmm. And then to come back and beat a top 10 team, I mean, good for them and good for Kansas State. So, the Big 12 is wide open right now. Yeah, that conference is going to be very interesting. Um, with the likes of, like, TCU, Oklahoma State, um, you, like, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, so court three and four on the week. The guests overall when joining us this season are thirteen and fourteen, so they're riding right below five hundred. But definitely, Mister Seven and Zero is the right guy to bring in now with this fastball to get everyone back on track. So uh, Wilson, you just hang tight while we keep going over this, and we'll get to you. Um, next up on the list was myself, Marcus. I was four and six, bringing me to twenty two and nineteen overall for the season. My wins, Friday night win, UVA Syracuse under 55. Love that play. Wake plus seven and a half got it done. Arkansas covered two and a half barely, but they covered. I wanted to see a win there, but they did cover for me. And Bama first quarter, laying 10 against Vandy, never a doubt. Very good play there. Um, Georgia laying 43 against Kent State, never in play. Georgia first quarter, 13 and a half. Flirted with it, but it once it just went left, the wheels came off. Chapel Hill pick them, bad miss. Tennessee got back doored by Florida. They did not cover 10. Oklahoma already mentioned them. Kansas State is their kryptonite. And then I also had USC lane six. They did not cover. My takeaway from the week was really when I narrowed down my card, I need to be better about leaving games on and taking them off. Um, so I took – Ohio State off, and I took Minnesota off. Minnesota, they looked great last week. Um, they may be one of the – well, they clearly are one of the better teams in the Big Ten, but if I leave Ohio State and Minnesota on, I mean, that's six and six, so that gets me back to 500. And, I, I, I mean, I could possibly be taking off losses. So I'm trying to be a little bit more strategic about when I have 16, 15 games on my card and chop it in half, but – you know, that, that's just week-to-week play. We'll get there eventually. Um, we'll go to 9 Coastal Barbecue. The Pipe and Hot pick of the week missed. They had Tennessee lay in 10, and although they do bring us the show and keep the lights on, they did not get it done for us overall for the season. They are 3-2 for the Barbecue Boys. Uh, I guess, Brett, you were up next. One win, three losses. Uh, Kansas covered 7.5 against Duke. It was a little tight, but they got it. It was, it was close, yeah. And then your losses, Clemson not covering, uh, Rutgers, man, Iowa, and then Chapel Hill. Um, give us the rundown. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm on the Jayhawk bandwagon right now. Will that continue today? I guess we'll find out here in a little bit. Um, Clemson that Clemson and Wake Forest was just back and forth game. I mean, that, that, was, that was one of the bigger – uh, better games. Rutgers, very disappointing. I mean, they just got destroyed. And then um, Chapel Hill, I mean, what else can we say? I mean, there was just – basically, UNC had to score every drive that Notre Dame did to match. And with as bad as their defense is, if they didn't match it, then it was over. 
and that's kind of what it came down to. So not a good week for me. That's all right. So uh, that one and three week brings you to 10 and 12 on the season. Not great, not terrible. So just stay the ship this week and um, just hop back in the positive column. And last place for the week, Sims. Oh, man, my man Sims, uh, one and four. His win was Arkansas plus two and a half, and that really skated by. He could have been 0-5 easily. Um, Clemson missed, Texas missed, Tennessee, Florida under miss, and then Oklahoma just a flat-out miss. That got a bunch of us last week. Um, so, again, week overall, 9-18, and 18, uh, 48 and 47 overall for the season, but we're on bounce back. Enough harping on last week where chaos just ensued everywhere. And um, let's go on to greener pastures. What you guys say about that? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead. Um, we we did not, in give or take, for our listeners, we usually drop this podcast every Thursday or Wednesday. Um, due to the hurricane on the East Coast, we kind of wanted to see what games were going to be played. Um, so apologies about putting this in your feet a little bit later. But let's go ahead and jump into the Friday night games. Willie, I believe you have a lock. So, Mr. 7-0, and go ahead and take us to where you want to go on Friday night, and then we'll roll on from there. All right, I'll, I'll get it going. Um, real quick, as far as the podcast goes, you were talking about it at the beginning. As a sometime participant, but most of the time listener, I would say y'all are still – Every every show is a little bit better, so so hats off for that. It's it's I really enjoy listening to it these days. So all, all good things on the podcast front. Uh, all right, Friday night I got two plays actually. Wow, I'm uh, I'm I got nothing to do tonight. Raining, <laughs> gamble and watch football. <laughs> so I got Middle Tennessee State and UTSA. I got the over sixty four is what I saw. I'm very open to better better numbers if they're out there. Uh, both teams here push the ball downfield pretty aggressively, and they've both at least competed with uh, decent Power Five teams throughout the year. Obviously, uh, Middle Tennessee got the big win over Miami last week, so I'm hoping they stay hot from that. So that's that's one of my Friday plays. Uh, any thoughts on that game? I can get you 63 over 63. Sounds great. I'm not touching it. Are you touching it, Marcus? Um, no, no play for me. I did consider one Friday night game. Um, it, we will discuss it depending on uh, Wilson's next play. Uh, regardless, I do like UTSA's offense a lot. I mean, all they've done is put up a bunch of points, um, give or take Texas a little bit more lopsided. I can see this game being played in the 70s for sure. Um, this kind of favors another game uh, that's happening tonight on Friday. So, uh, Wilson, I, I love the play. I, I think, I think you're definitely on the right side. Uh, let's see, uh, where the, where the money is on the total. Yeah. It looks like most of the money's on the over. Yeah. I mean, this could be a classic Vegas game, you know, while they, while they have all the shiny buildings, but if, if I was to play anything in this game, um, I'm probably not playing the, the four and a half line. I'd probably play the over as well. So I like it. Are you going to throw ahead that other game now? Yep, give us your other Friday game. Okay. My other Friday game is Washington uh, laying the points at UCLA. Uh, UCLA hasn't played anybody, um, and Washington has already beaten two relatively decent Power 5 teams in uh, Stanford and Michigan State. 
And UCLA, I mean, they really don't have much of a schedule to speak of. And even that first Bowling Green game, I think Bowling Green was was missing a, a decent amount of players. But yeah, I like Washington uh, laying the points at UCLA. Cool. Um, best number I can get you is two and a half. This is the the game that I wanted to discuss. And when I looked at this game, um, I, I, I'll give one of my buddies a shout out. Um, so this week at work, I had a conference to go to. And of course, you know, I always find this other sports guy in the group. And um, my buddy Justin's going to be tuning in this week. And he's a lot more of an NFL guy. So um, he's going to try to give the college picks a go. Um, he actually asked us to discuss this game. So I'm glad you did take us there. Um, I do like Washington and the points. UCLA being 4-0, big home game for them. If they got it done on the field, I wouldn't be surprised, although I think seven times out of 10, Washington gets it done. I like the over in this game, um, over 65 and a half. Both of these teams just seem to put up a lot of points. Um, the, the I think uh, Michael Penix was at Indiana last year. He looks a lot better um, in that Washington system. And you, you never know what Kelly's got going on at U, on UCLA. So um, I see a lot of points. I kind of see this game being played in the 70s or 80s. So uh, like if anyone was to catch this in time and – also, with Washington laying three, I would probably take the over six, 65 and a half. Not a lock for me, though. Yeah, I like Washington in the spot as well. I mean, the, the main thing is, is UCLA going to have more than 100 people there, too? I mean, the drawing of their crowds is terrible. But, yeah, like Wilson said, they haven't really played anybody. I mean, they beat Colorado, who might be one – might be the worst Power Five team there is uh barely squeaked out south alabama they had to come back to win that and then like like you said bowling green in the alabama state so i i like washington in this spot as well cool all right um let, let's pause right there um some of that brett and i discussed before the show started since we hit uh 1k all-time downloads we're going to do a 1k giveaway 1k free play so there will be instructions in the link below because most of my social media is private, we'll probably take it to Twitter. So what I will do, I will put my Twitter username down there. I will come up with the tweet. If you like the tweet and retweet the tweet of this podcast episode, it will enter you in a chance to win a free 20 bucks from me and Brett. You know, we, we do this for gambling. So the $20 should be used on a free play. Uh, but you know, we're, we're never going to know what you use it on regardless. If you want to go get a case of beer, do that. If you got to pay a bill, do that too, but turn this $20 that we're going to give to our, our listeners and into something useful. So be on the lookout for that in the description below the half the distance to the goal, 1k giveaway free play of $20 to one, uh, lucky listener. So thank you guys for that. Um, all right, uh, Brett, take us where you want to go. All right. So, just let you guys know I've expanded my plays. So I got seven now. <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, I, I was going through these games. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to flirt with a couple of these. So my first one I'm going with is uh, Michigan um, versus Iowa. I, I'm just, I, I can't hop on the Iowa. I, I just don't think they're that good at at all. And do I think Michigan is overrated? Absolutely. But I think Michigan can easily just score, get out to a quick 14-point lead or whatever, and then just hold Iowa. So, giving me Michigan to cover the 10.5 right here. 
the the over under is 42 or something like that i saw which is just ridiculous but so i won't be touching that but i do like michigan to cover the 10 and a half so it looks like vegas is kind of seeing like a 30 to like nine kind of game 30 to 10 ish kind of game that scares me a little bit yeah i mean i just i don't think I think Michigan will struggle to score too, but I think they'll be able to score enough because I, I just don't think I was going to be able to score anything at all, to be honest. So that's kind of like why I like Michigan. And like I said, do I think they're overrated? Absolutely. But I don't think I was any good at all. I think Michigan can put up 42 by themselves. Yeah. I mean, I, they might be. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how good Iowa's defense is, but I mean, it's going to – it's going to come to a point where the defense is probably going to be on the field the whole day anyway. So I'm kind of with you, but I don't know the over under I'm not touching because I don't, I don't really think we know much about Michigan either. After, after that Maryland game last week. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Willie, you have anything here? No, I got nothing there. I will say I was been good to me the last couple of weeks with all the doubters. Um, I figured they would bounce back, but I'm, I'm getting off while the getting's good. You know, I don't, I don't want to do this. All right, um, I will go next. Uh, the, it looks like fade West Virginia might be a thing this year. We may we may see it later on in the episode. Who knows? But um, we're going to fade the Virginia Tech Hokies. Um, uh, they go to Chapel Hill. Um, these two teams always have very, very crazy games whenever they get together. Um, what I was looking at earlier in the week, I saw the total down as low as 51. Um in one reason I'm not going to play it, there's one book that's offering 50 and a half, but the consensus everywhere else seems to be 56. So I just think that's like a very bad, like principal player, bad money to take um, for the show. So instead, because I think Chapel Hill can score like high thirties on Virginia tech and Chapel Hill's defense ain't very good. So tech making like squeak a couple plays out here and there, but since it's gone back up to about the, the 55, 56 range, um, I'm just going to play Chapel Hill laying. Um, what's the best number I can get for the spread? Uh, nine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Virginia Tech has no talent on that roster. Like Grant Wells, he he's okay. This, But skill positions are terrible. There's just, there's just no continuity. It, it really puts in perspective what Frank Beamer and Bud Foster did so well for like 25 years together. Always had talent on that roster. Um, after a cycle of Justin Fuente, there's nobody there. And you can say, like, our transfer quarterback, Hinton Hooker, who may be the favorite for the Heisman Trophy right now in Tennessee, he left. We had a couple more guys left. But a lot of guys that we did have leave aren't doing very well wherever they went. So it's, it's, just, it's just a bare roster, not a lot of talent. I know Chapel Hill has, like, woes. But, I mean, they, they have a lot more dudes than us. And if they can't beat us by nine – that's an issue. So I'll take the Tar Heels again, even though they let me down last week, and I will lay the nine points. I'm getting on that as well. Uh, I've got I've got the minus nine. Uh, this is going to be a cool game. It might be a, a muddy game, but I think our run defense is a little bit better than it shows on paper if you look at And I'm not too worried about Grant Wells, like y'all have been saying. And – yeah, so even if it's – I'm not taking the over. I usually take the over by principle because our defense is so bad. But this week I'm staying off just in case. Uh, there's a lot of running going on. But I, I think we can cover the nine, whether they're able to air it 
with you on the minus nine. I love your running backs, by the way. Um, I like they're they're very aggressive. They run hard. They run downhill. Um, I think they're going to punish the Hokies. Um, defense is the best part of their team, and that's not even that great. Yeah, the, the Hokies can stop the run a little. At least that's, I mean, <laughs> the least bad part of their game. I don't know if I'd say it's good, but if if uh, if Drake May can air it out even just a little bit to open up some run running lanes, I think I think this is this one could be a wrap. This could be like a a twenty plus point game if, especially if we jump out to an early lead, there that it could get ugly. Oh yeah, uh, I kind of see this final score around thirty one to. 12, 31 to 10. Yeah, totally in the range of outcomes, something like that. All right, uh, Brett, where do you want to go? Yeah, well, I'm actually on this one as well. Um, I'm a little worried just because of the way last week, but kind of the way Carolina um, didn't play well. But I, I don't know. After watching Virginia Tech, I mean, like you said, they just don't have any – they really just don't have much talent. So I think Carolina can get up to about a 14-point lead on this and probably not look back. So, I like the Tar Heels as well, minus the nine. All right. Well, I hope we, I hope that game hits because we need we need it. So, I've got two plays for this one. Um, going to Tallahassee, which – they're still playing in Tallahassee, right? Yes. Okay. So, we got Wake and Florida State. Um, I've been kind of riding the Knowles this year so far. Uh, I think they're coming in as a six, six and a half point favorite here. I think Wake's probably going to be a little, uh, a little depressed after last week. I mean, they a tough emotional loss to Clemson where that game just went back and forth. So I think they're going to have a letdown this week. I like Florida State. I like Jordan Travis. He's back. So I like Florida State to cover the six and a half. And then I also like this game to hit the over of uh, 66. Because I think you got two uh, explosive offenses right here. Gotcha. So the six and a half and the over best number 65 we can get. All right, I'll take that. Uh, Wilson, any plays there? ACC uh, top 25 matchup? Yes, sir. I'm uh, also on the over here. Um, putting it out there, it's, it's FSU's homecoming game. So I think they'll show out even with some – fan displacement possibly from the hurricane, although it didn't it didn't go up to the panhandle. So it's going to be sunny and 80 degrees there. Um, and yeah, both these teams can air it out. I I have a love-hate relationship with Wake Forest delayed RPO. Uh, but I hate it when we're yeah, playing mesh. watch it. So I think I don't think Florida State's gonna like it too much either. And I, I think Florida State's definitely putting up points on Wake's uh, very average defense. All right, uh, let's ride, fellas. Um, that that's that's on my card as well. Um, as I unveil my picks on the big Excel sheet right there, looks like uh, what I was looking at earlier is a sixty-four, but I'll still take it at sixty-five and a half. Um, I see this game being played like high, high in the eighties. Uh, Wake's defense, as we saw last week, their defensive backs can't can't do anything. Florida State, like you said, Jordan Travis gonna be slinging it all over the yard. Gonna be fairly good weather down there in Tallahassee. Um. And it's the very opposite of Miami. Fans go to Florida State games like that. That that's a very good fan base. I'm expecting a very good crowd there. So yeah, I'm with you over 65 and a half. The six points kind of scares me just because Sam Hartman. I, I mean, he's the best player on the field, like in the game. 
Like, yeah, if you're going to put – you're going to give your best player a shot to possibly win the game. I could see a backdoor getting you here. Um, But, uh, I mean, I definitely agree with the overplay, over 65 and a hook. I like it. All right, um, I will go next. Let's hit the horns. We only get to watch the SEC um, hear this music for – I guess only a couple more weeks here because next year it's going to ESPN, I believe. Um, we're on the Hawks, Brett. I think might be riding here with me. Arkansas plus 17 and a half against Bama. Bama's defensive backs look so bad this year. I mean, obviously they look good against Vandy, but just replaying that Texas game in my mind, they, they're they just non-functional. And even like watching them, and I get a lot of eyes on Bama, they, they just always look nervous. Sometimes they're not in the best position. And I think Arkansas can expose that. Um, they have an identity. They're going to power on the ball. They're going to throw it deep. They're going to try to hit big plays. K.J. Jefferson's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the SEC, um, outside of Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young. I love Stetson Bennett, too. But I just don't see Bama covering 17 and a hook here. I think that's a lot. I think this game should be more around – the nine to 11 point range. So with about a touchdown insurance, um, I'll lay them with the hogs or I'll catch them with the hogs, 17 and a hook. Yeah. I flirted with, I just can't pull the trigger on this one back and forth. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I'm with you. I like KJ Jefferson a lot. The only thing I'm concerned about is his throwing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can run the ball and he's elusive that way, but I'm just not sold on his throwing on him throwing the ball down the field. So for that reason, that's why I didn't want to take this one. But I mean, I'm with you. It's a, it's a lot of points and it's at Arkansas and Alabama really, they haven't really impressed this year, honestly. Like I thought they would, I thought they would come into the season and be the more dominant, dominant team. But I, I I like your pick here. I just don't have the uh, guts to take it. All right. uh, Willie, anything there? I got nothing on this one, no. Uh, I, w- I considered thinking about uh, Bama just because I feel like this could be a, a get-right game, but I, I, I really don't have anything. Yeah, nothing uh, Nothing. Bama first half or first quarter, too. Just because I think Arkansas, that, that home environment is going to be, like, pretty good. First quarter is only four points. I could see Bama getting up early. I mean, who knows? This is just not a week. I, I like anything that they have um, just from the viewpoint of where I'm seeing the game play out. Um, but yeah, if nothing there, uh, Wilson, take us wherever you want to go. All right. Uh, I'd like to go over to Louisville, BC, and I'm going to be taking Louisville. I saw minus 13.5. And this is just, this is just a fade Boston college play. I can't believe the line is, is this low. But I think Boston College is, is awful, one of the worst Power 5 teams. And Louisville's got the offense to, to cover this easily. So, yeah, this it seems like a no-brainer to me. probably means it's going to miss, but we'll see. What what happened to Boston College? I mean, I, I'll be fully transparent. I haven't watched them yet this year. But, I mean, they bring back Phil Dracovic, which, I mean, he – the last couple of seasons or whatever, I mean, he's very serviceable serviceable quarterback and was one of the best in the ACC. What happened? I, I don't know what to tell you what happened, but I, I never had that high an opinion of him. I mean, he was, he was good for sure. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. They're, they don't, I don't think they have much of a supporting staff around. Nobody wants to go play at 
Boston College. Yeah, I think I think Phil is still a good quarterback. They have one of the best receivers in the nation. Like Zay Flowers is still very good. They have no running game at all. And when you have no running game, um, I mean, the pass game suffers from that. They 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 just struggle on, a little on defense too. Like Florida State hung up 44 on them in Tallahassee. Um, it, it looked pretty effortless too. I, I've tried I tried to get eyes on them because I thought BC could do something just because that that quarterback wide receiver like tandem, but they they're just struggling a lot at other skill positions. Makes sense. They looked really bad to open the season, uh, losing to Rutgers and Virginia Tech back to back, and then. Virginia Tech kind of just handled them, didn't they? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was never really close. When yeah. I saw BC like lose by, I think it was by, I think it was like ten to twenty-seven, ten to twenty-eight, something like yeah. that. Virginia Tech, I was like, these guys are in trouble. They couldn't do anything. Yeah, and Virginia Tech's not good. No, no, and the pass, their pass defense is not is like one of their worst. Well, it's the worst part of their defense. So I, I thought Boston College would be able to throw it on them, but yeah, I'm just fading Boston College all year. Like it, I, I I don't hate it. I fully support you. Yeah, dude, this is great Vegas money too. Um, it looks like seventy nine percent of the money is on BC. Dude, this is a shiny building game, Wilson. I love this play actually. Shiny building game for sure. I was on the other side of one of those earlier, so I gotta I gotta get right with Vegas. <laughs> Go ahead and hedge it. All right, uh, Brett, you're up. All right, I've been on this team all or all year so far. Um, we're headed to Lawrence, the Jayhawks. They're welcoming Iowa State to town this week. They're a three-point dog, which I'm kind of surprised about, to be honest. But I'm taking Kansas to cover the uh, to cover the three here. I mean, I, I've been I've been kind of high on them. They're undefeated. This is to go five and zero, oh, one game away from a bowl game if they can get this win here, and. Um, I don't know. I just like them. I like them, especially their offense. Um, the quarterback is no joke. I mean, he's a he can throw and run. And defense, they're they're decent. They're not great on defense, but offensively, they can score with anybody. So, I like the Jayhawks to cover the three here. Yeah, if their name wasn't Kansas, they'd probably be a three point favorite. Um, if, they, if their name wasn't Kansas either, they. They be in the top 25. Yeah, they probably would be ranked. Uh, not playing it, but I like it. They're they're better than Iowa. Iowa State. Iowa yeah. State, yeah, they're better. I mean, and, and next week they have TCU too. So they could – if they can get past this one, I, I think they could beat TCU too. So, I mean, can, I mean, talk about the Jayhawks potentially with the chance to get 6-0 and is just wild. I've got kind of a fun a long shot prediction for you. I think Kansas doesn't win another game the rest of the season. I think Kansas is is we're going to see their true colors start to come out. Now they're getting into the real meat of their schedule. So if they if they slide these next two weeks, this is they got to win one of these next two weeks after that. Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, pretty good. Texas is good. Kansas State, they they got to win one of these next two weeks and get that bowl game because I, I think they're I think they're going to start heading in the wrong direction. I, I, to be honest with you, don't be I, I really, the last week. Duke is trash. To be honest with you, I don't know how good the uh, the Big Twelve really is. I mean, we just saw 
Kansas State lose to Tulsa last week, and then they just went into Norman and just took care of Oklahoma. Uh, Baylor, I don't think Baylor's as – they came in with a lot of preseason hype, and they got washed by a BYU team who then just got destroyed by Oregon the next week. Oklahoma State, I think there's still a lot unknown about Oklahoma State, but I don't think their defense is as good as it was last year. Spencer Sanders has been there for about 10 years, it seems like. So I, I, I think there's a lot of unknown in the Big 12. I think the Big 12 is wide open right now, to be honest. So, hey, never say never. And the Jayhawks are playing with a lot of confidence right now, too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that continues after they start playing some real teams. It could. It could. Their QB is nice. I'm not, yeah. I'm not I mean, he's no joke. I mean, he's he's real. I think their defense is the main concern, but if they can score with anybody, then I don't can know. They, who, who, what defense have they played? Does West Virginia have a good defense? Can't Houston doesn't have a defense. I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on Kansas. I think they haven't played any anybody tough. Well, I mean, we're talking about the Big Twelve and which what team has a good defense in the Big Twelve. I mean, Oklahoma <laughs> I mean, you're talking about this guy's – he's a running quarterback. Martinez just ran all, all over them. So, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma no, – probably, probably either Baylor or Oklahoma State has the best defense, and either then I don't think either one is just as good as it was last year. So, I don't know. The Big 12 is going to be interesting this year. I, don't, I definitely don't think they get a team in the uh, college football playoff, though. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Good assessment. Um, so, Wilson saying that Duke is trash. Uh, let's go to Durham because I'm taking the boys. Uh, Mike Elko, Duke is laying at two and a hook against UVA. UVA is in shambles. I think that Syracuse game was, you know, their last hurrah to kind of get their season, like, back on track. I mean, they beat the two teams they should have. They beat Richmond. Um, a little bit scary in the beginning of the game. Week one, came back and won. Struggle with Old Dominion. Uh, Illinois just whooped up on them, made them look really bad. Syracuse found a way to win. I think Virginia's definitely going in the wrong direction. Uh, Mike Elko at home, I think he's going to try to give the people at Wallace Wade Outdoor Stadium, you know, something that they want to see, although it's going to be rainy. Um, and, I mean, let's be honest, Armstrong was one of the better quarterbacks in the ACC that we thought was coming back in the season. I bet he wishes he would have transferred out somewhere. Because what Tony Elliott has done, like with that offense and supposed to be a decent offensive guy from Clemson, we, we just haven't seen it. I, I don't think Bronco left that cover dry whatsoever. So UVA should definitely be having a little bit more success. So I'm going to take the Blue Devils, and this will also get the, the season over for them um, to four wins. So give me Duke laying two and a hook in Durham. All right, Marcus. So I'm on the other side of this. I've got UVA plus 2.5, consistent with my hypothesis that Duke is trash. Uh, UVA's got an underrated defense. They've got a couple players coming back this week, uh, one of their linebackers and uh, safety as well. And I think Armstrong might get back on track this week. He's got Billy Kemp coming back today, who I personally saw shred UNC a couple of years ago for, I think it was two touchdowns and like 150 yards. And Duke hasn't played anybody. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and say they haven't played anybody because I don't think Kansas is anybody either. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I like, I like UVA to get back on track. I don't think they just disappeared after being a solid team for the last three years. 
So it's not coming off of my board, but I do believe the week you went seven and oh, we had like three disagreements and you won every single one. Of them. <laughs> so just a little bit of a history for the listeners, whatever Wilson and I butt heads, he's usually on the right side. So uh, <laughs> we'll take the, maybe it's my turn to take an L on one of those. Yeah, everything goes back to the mean, right? Yeah, everything goes back. That's right. I, Although I, I do love Virginia in this game. I, I thought about making this my play of the week. I think the money's all over Duke too. If you check, uh, let's see. Site. Yeah. It, oh, I guess the the sharp money. Yeah, it looks like sharp money's on UVA. Sharp on UVA, yeah. I contemplated this one. I, I I wanted to take Duke on this one too. To be honest, I I'm with Marcus on this end. I think. I mean, Virginia. Who have they played? I mean, Richmond. Uh, they got they put three points up against Illinois. I mean, I guess they went to head to head with Syracuse, but um, Syracuse is so, tough. Syracuse is good. yeah, no, you're right. They haven't played anyone either, for sure. So I, I think this is kind of this will tell. I think this will be a good game to be honest, though. So, but I was I was almost with Marcus here because Virginia's just struggled this year. I took them to cover the points against ODU, and they almost lost outright. So, uh, I'm staying away from this one, but I was thinking about. Duke covering here. All right, uh, let's do a laundry check. I have four more plays. What about you guys? Um, I I have two. And Wilson, how many? You have three. Two. Two. Okay, cool. So I'll I'll give out two in a row, and then we'll go around Robin, and hopefully, uh. Some of this covers uh, nominal coastal barbecue. They have two plays for us this week, uh, so two piping hot picks you get, and then we'll all throw in a a, a play into the power parlay. All right, um, let's go back to the SEC. Seven PM primetime, ESPN. I think preseason this could have been looked at as a really good game. LSU Auburn. Auburn has to be top to bottom the worst SEC team I've seen all year long. Um, I, I don't think that there is lowly as Vandy. But Missouri should have beat them last week. And Missouri made a bunch of mistakes to where Auburn kind of skated away. Auburn, so Auburn won by a field goal in OT. Missouri's like coaching and clock management towards the end is going to get Eli Dringlewood's fired 100%. Um, Penn State blew out Auburn. Auburn struggled with San Jose State, and they worked Mercer like they should game one. I think LSU has a lot more talent. I think they have a lot more belief in their coach. I think LSU's going in the right direction. Everything Auburn is just looks terrible. Um, give me the Tigers covering. Let me see the best number I can get. I think it's seven and a half for LSU. Uh, where are we at, baby? LSU. Yeah, I can get seven and a hook. All right. So um, I have the Bayou Bengals covering in Auburn, Alabama, seven and a hook. Um, do y'all have a play there? If not, I'll give out one more. I don't, but I like to play. I'm not going to take it, but I definitely like it. I mean, I think, like you said, Auburn's done. Their coach is done, too. So, but continue on with your next play. All right. Um, my next play, um, I think there's a very low number floating around the American. So, Cincinnati is traveling to Tulsa in all season. Both of these teams have just been scoring a lot of points, um, high 30s, high 40s. Um, sometimes in the 60s for Cincinnati. Uh, Tulsa seems to hit like 30s to 50s. This total is at 58 um, last time I checked. Let's see what Cincy's at. Um, so I'm looking to take the over. 
I, I see this game being played possibly in the 90s. Not a lot of defense here in favorable weather conditions, I believe, for the game too. So, yeah, 58 is the best number I can get. I think this is a clean over um, to hit. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite plays of the week. See a lot of offense here. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I don't I don't have it, but yeah, me either. But I do like it. All right. Um, so we'll go Wilson Brett me, Wilson Brett me, and uh, we'll mix it now on Coastal Barbecue. Um, so still a couple of big games out there that we haven't mentioned. There are. Yeah, I'm I'm taking us to to one right now. Well, it's not that big, but Close to home for Brett, possibly. I'm taking Texas laying nine and a half at, uh, at West Virginia. So I'm going to butcher this name, but Uye Hall, Uye Hall from the transfer from Alabama, who the true freshman who had four catches in the national championship game. He's finally starting to play some snaps with Texas. He was, he was suspended. Well, he got kicked off of Alabama and he was suspended. I think he only played five and 10 snaps the first two games and he's a stud and then B. John Robinson is my probably my favorite player in college football right now that's not on the heels of course so I like Texas cover 9.5 uh, I think I, I don't have I don't think West Virginia is all that great of a team and I think Texas gets it done even without Quinn Ewers uh the other guy Hudson Card he's 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 sufficient he's good enough he's not gonna I don't think he's going to lose it for him. Um, Brett, before you go, that is also a play for nominal Coastal Barbecue. What, the one of their piping hot pits of the week is Texas laying nine. So, Willie, I'll give you nine. That's the best number we can get out there. Um, I, I don't know their reasoning. Chase is on a bachelor trip in Austin this week, so I don't think he could form words if he even wanted to right now. Um, so, so no voice recording from the barbecue boys, but one of their plays is Texas Land Nine. They agree with you. All right, Brett, do you have any thoughts on that? Being the- yeah, I mean, yeah, I I would I I like it. I like I I don't think I don't I think we'll be able to score on them. I just don't know if we'll be able to stop them. I, I'm not really impressed with their defense. I like our offense, to be honest. I don't hate our offense. We have a serviceable quarterback. I think JT Daniels is fine. I don't like the fact that it's a night game in Austin. That kind of worries me a little bit as well. So, and then we're getting to the heat of our schedule here. I think we have Baylor next week. So, yeah, I, I like your. I, I like them to cover the nine as well. I mean, I, I don't really see any reason. All right. Um, what do you hold on before we move on? That number is floating around sixty-three points over under. There might be some fireworks here. Yeah, I like the over there. To be honest, I I, th- I think we'll be able to score. I think they'll just stop us more than they'll than we'll stop them. Fair. I can I, I can see that over here. Yeah, I think we can score about 20, 25. Maybe I see them. I could see them winning by probably two touchdowns. What's the deal with Texas defense? Because they, they, I mean, they they show up when they want to. Is I mean, that's really how it is. I mean, they looked great against uh, Alabama, but then I mean, they just they show up when they want to. That's really that's how it's been the past how many years. I mean, they have all the talent in the world. It's just the coaching has been the main problem. Hopefully, they show up at home at night. Yeah, you would hope. 
Yeah, uh, Wilson, if if Texas beat Texas Tech last week, do you think this number would have been higher around like 17, like 18 points? Probably. It depends. I mean, if they beat them in overtime, maybe it's not because that went to overtime. Maybe it's not drastically different. But if they took care of business and beat them by 10 plus like they should have, I think that, yes, it would be would be much different. I, th- I think it's going to be interesting to see how, can- or, uh, how Texas comes out, too, you know? Because in the past, when they start to get on like a little little skid or whatever, then they just all the wheels fall. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come out against us, to be honest. The, the, the round robin effect of college football this year has been very interesting. Like App State loses to Chapel Hill. App State beats Texas A&M. Could Chapel Hill beat A&M? Like NC State beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech beat Texas. Does that mean NC State can beat Texas? I don't think Texas would be able to score. I mean, state defense is legit. Yeah, they're stingy. They're, they're real stingy. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Brett. All right. Um, I'm staying in the Big 12. I like uh, Baylor. They're home against uh, Oklahoma State. Um. They're favored two and a half. I like them to cover the two and a half. I just don't – Oklahoma State, they really haven't played anybody. I mean, the first first week or whatever, they let up 44 against Central Michigan. That game was 58-44. Arizona State, they won. But, I mean, Arizona State is just a program in shambles. Um, they beat Arkansas Pine below. So, I, I don't think they've really played anybody. They haven't been tested. Baylor has played BYU as decent team. They're at home. I like I like Baylor to cover the two and a half here. I'll give you one and a half. I mean, I'll take one and a half too. Cool. Uh, no, no comments for me there. I'm yeah, scary. That is fair. I got one play left. All right. Um, I have two, and I believe Wilson has one. So let's go ahead and go back to the ACC. Um, we'll save that one for last. Um, yeah, just like Wilson wants to fade a couple of teams this year, I've been fading Georgia Tech week in, week out. Um, Ole Miss got it done for me. So Pittsburgh, um, Georgia Tech's going to Pittsburgh. So again, like weather should not be impacted. Dude, am I missing something to why the best number I can get is 21 and a half? I think Pitt beats Georgia Tech by like 31. I I don't know why this number is so low. Yeah, they just lost their coach too, Georgia Tech. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's a little a little emotional thing to come out and play better because you just lost your coach or whatever. It didn't work for Nebraska against Yeah, Georgia. I was about to but. say that. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe this is a different scenario right here. Yeah. I'm- yeah. I'm on I don't hate it. I want Pitley in 21 and a hook. I think they work Georgia Tech. If Ole Miss, I think they beat them like 42 to zero. Um, Pitt can probably beat them 38 to seven, worst case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the pick. I'm not touching it, but I like it. All right. Um, if we all have one more, I think I may know what game we're going to, at least for one of these picks. Uh, but Wilson, go ahead and I kick us off. Okay, I'm actually – I'm going to pull my last one off the card. I was going to just take Stanford, but I don't really love it that much. 
I just wanted a night game, but I'm, I'm cool with the, the seven. I'll leave the door open for another uh, seven and no, or oh and seven days to, to even things out. Marcus, are you going where I'm going? Yeah, we're, we're going to where college game day is, right? Yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, Brett, go first. Uh, listen, Dave Dorn has been known not to win the big game. He beat Clemson last year. I mean, Clemson was supposedly down last year, even though they saw 10 wins. This is this is the statement game. And honestly, I think this is the best chance for the Wolfpack to, to take out Clemson. I think this is the best defense they've had in some time. This is a stingy defense like Marcus talked about. I think the defense matches up well against um, Clemson's offense. I'm still not sold on DJ Uyagale. He did play well against Wake Forest last week, but I think this pack defense is better than what you're going to see with Wake Forest. I think this is head-to-head the best defense in the ACC along with Clemson. I think the main thing going to come down to here is how does NC State's offense respond? It's been decent so far this year. Leary's been okay. They haven't played anybody really lately. And even against Texas Tech, I think they left a lot on the board. So how is how is this NC State offense going to play? How is Leary going to play? I honestly think NC State is the more complete team here. I'm assuming I don't know the path of what the uh, Hurricane now tropical storm was going to do. I the, it was raining today and part of tomorrow I think in Greenville, correct? Or am I just completely off there? But what it shouldn't be raining at game time, right? Just maybe That's the field what. Yeah, it should be clear. Okay, so I mean, yeah, so weather shouldn't be affecting this game at all, which I think is great. College game day is going to town here, so I like I like the Wolfpack to cover the six and a half here. I I know this is putting a lot of faith, but Dave Dorn needs to win a big one, and this is his best chance to win a big game. All right, Brett, I love your assessment there. Um, Best number I can get you is seven, so I'll give you NC State covering a touchdown or um, a touchdown dog going to Death Valley. I believe State's going to win the game. I do. I think think Tim Beck has been calling a very – he's been holding back offense. Yeah, very conservative um, offense so far this season. Um, Dave Dorn said this like plenty of times, if you're going to be one of the big boys in the ACC, you have to go through Clemson. They got it done last year. Clemson's team is very, very similar, although DJ's been playing like better as of late. He made some very good throws in that Wake Forest game, uh, regulation and overtime. State's defense is a problem. I think Devin Leary can find a defensive back or two to pick on to get the wide receivers going. And um, yeah, it just seems like it's the Wolfpack's time. If they're ever going to do it, it, it has to be this year. So I do like the seven points, but I'm going to the opposite side. Um, been looking at the total, and it's been moving a lot. Um, so we can see, like, opened at 46. The lowest I've seen it this week has been around, like, 41 and a half to 22 because of weather. But since the weather cleared up, it's ticked up about a field goal. So if the best I can get is over – Looks like 44 and a half. I see this game being played 27-31. I, I do see some offense in this game. I think, I think both teams easily get over 20 points. So I think 44 and a hook is a very low number. So I'm going to take the over there. Um, I also like, you know, Wolfpack money line 
you can let's see what odds you can get Wolfpack money line uh, plus two twenty five if you're interested. Uh, like first quarter, NC State is a four point dog, three and a half maybe. Um, this is going to be a really really good competitive game. Um, I love that these two teams are getting a lot of recognition, and it's it's probably gonna with Wake falling and Clemson already have one loss, and NC State still has to play Wake. It's probably going to decide the um, yeah. the organic. So. Um, let, let, let's see some fireworks. Um, let's go Wolfpack. Yeah, I mean, this is – I mean, especially because the uh, state has Florida State next week and Carter failing, and they got to go to Syracuse. So, they get a tough three-game stretch here. I think this is going to show a lot of what states – kind of what this, what they're made of. So, I mean, this is a huge important game, especially with the next two games against size D opponents. But – Yep, this is this is Dave Doran's big game. He's got to win this one. This is he hasn't really won a big game yet, in my opinion. I mean, he's won, like you said last year, he won, but that was so-called down Clemson team. So this is a big game to win. Yep. Um, so before we go ahead and recap and give our our donation to the Power Parlay, two things here: Nominal Coastal Barbecue. They are on the opposite side of you, Brett. They are having. They are taking Clemson, and I think the best number they can get there um, for full game spread is six and a half. So they're taking Clemson lane six and a half. So they obviously do not believe in the Wolfpack. They may be hoping for a close, entertaining game, yeah. but um, we did not well, talk about real quick. Wilson, what's your thoughts? I I like the under. Um, so oh really? You like the under? All on different things here, which which means it's probably going to be an awesome game. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I, my yeah, thoughts yeah. are that that yeah, DJ looked looked fine last week. I mean, he looked good. He made good throws, and you never yeah. take that away from anybody. But Wake's defense is extremely average, and NC State's is you know the best two defenses in the NC, in the ACC are Clemson and NC State, and then nobody else is close. Now it's not many points the over under, but I I kind of see this being like a a 17 to, to 24 type of game with a lot of a lot of punts, a lot of field position. Uh, maybe maybe some turnovers are a good chance to bust this one over. You know, if some some people get some short field, but I'm I'm super excited for this game. I'm not super confident in Leary, especially against the yeah. I mean, their front seven's insane, and I don't think either team's going to run the ball extremely well, which might you know, might lead to more three and outs early than usual before they get heated up. But I don't know. This is this is probably the game of the week. Maybe maybe one of the better games all year for, for ACC fans. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. Go Pack for sure. Dang, man. Got, got you with the Go Pack. You're, wow. you're, you're changing. <laughs> hey, man, I, I give them their credit against uh, against when they're, you know, when they're a good team. So I'm, I try to root for the pack, man. It's hard. You make it hard, but it, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I attend the university, so I, su- I suppose I should root for him once in a while. Uh, you, you did freshman year at Clemson? I did freshman year at Clemson, yeah. So I, I've got some tenure at both these schools, but I was only there a year. And I, I'm a big Clemson guy when they're the only ACC representative because I'm a big ACC guy. But now, like, you know, I'm I'm definitely rooting for uh for the Wolfpack to to make a, ca- a case to be you know a New Year's Six type of team this year. So 
sweep. And um, that is the, the half the distance of the goal game of the week. Uh, NC State going to Clemson. So the smoke of the week that will be on the 910 Coastal Barbecue page. So go over to Instagram, give them a like and follow them. They will be doing smoked ribs with Carolina gold barbecue sauce. That sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was actually invited to Winston-Salem this weekend to to indulge in it. But um, like next week, we have to miss NC State uh, versus Florida State. We have a wedding. Um, That's going to be a good game, too, probably. Yeah, and then like, you know, State, whenever the, the State fairs in North Carolina, State yeah. has like two away games with the bye week. So they go to Syracuse bye week. And then I think they come back home on that Thursday and play Virginia Tech. So. We got a we got a couple uh, commitments running around, so I think we're just gonna sit it out at the house and just relax this week. But yeah, um, so go over support the nominal Coastal Barbecue Boys. They give you winners, um, and they'll give you also good food. So go check out the smoke ribs with Carolina Gold Barbecue Sauce uh, coming tomorrow sometime um, on Instagram. So this is the time um, we didn't mention this at all. We have a service academy game this week. Uh, Navy at Air Force. Air Force is pretty good this season. High-octane offense. Navy got it done in the Boneyard against ECU last week. Over-under opened at 39. It usually opens at 45 or so. Do we have anyone willing to play the under 38 in a hook service academy game? No, I'm not touching that. Absolutely not. No. I think that's just asking for the over right there. I do too. Whenever they come out, if I could ever get a service academy game at like 42, I usually play it by principle, but it's just opening low now. Like Vegas definitely knows. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, they're baiting you right there. That's really what it is. All right. Uh, nothing for the service Academy game. So um, let's go throw our picks into the power parlay. Last week, the power parlay looked terrible. My play hit. So I was taking care of business with the group. UVA Syracuse under 55 was a win. Brett, I know you didn't specifically choose this one, but we gave you Chapel Hill pick them. That miss. Um, Court had Oklahoma land 12 miss. Sims had Texas land five miss. And we all know Tennessee got backdoored. So the barbecue boys lost. So on a, on a, on a power parlay, that's supposed to be our best bets. We were okay. for five. Oh, I was wondering, I was like, what the hell is the power parlay? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. We're, we're all throwing a, a card in the hat. So, all right. Um, whichever one of you are ready, uh, feel free to throw it out there. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go against you here, Marcus, and look at this one way. I'm either busting the parlay or you're winning a bet, but I'm, I'm going UVA plus 2.5 for my, my favorite bet of the week. Big believer that Duke is buns and we're going to see the true team. Can we, um, can we take over unders here too? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, my, mine's the over under 66 or the over for 66 for the Wake Forest Florida State game. I just think there's going to be fireworks back and forth on that one. Cool. Uh, over what is 65 and a hook? What's the best? Yeah, yeah, there? 65 and a half. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, my play will be LSU laying seven and a half against Auburn. Like Auburn's really that bad. Um, well, where's that game at? It's in Auburn. Okay. 
But yeah, Harson's fired. I, 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 oh, absolutely. I, I mean, he was basically fired. He he was essentially fired before the season even started. If we're being honest, he would have had to like lose only two to three games, I think. And then we got a little another monkey wrench in the pot. Um, not only Coastal Barbecue said that their uh, play for the for the parlay will be Clemson laying six and a half. So um, it, it's it's going to be interesting. I if I mean part. Dang, I mean, you got to take the parlay, right? I hate this parlay. I'm not going to lie. I hate everything about it. <laughs> I do, too. I loved it last week, but we only got one game right. So, uh, maybe it's the parlays that we hate that usually hit. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the state game just worries. What state is going to show up, you know? Are they going to come out confident? Are they going to come out? I you just don't know. I mean, hostile environment is is state gonna show? My worst fear is state not showing up. I think that's my worst fear because it's that would just be the state thing to do. I think they'll show up. Um, older team, veteran led. If it was a young team, um, I, I'd be I'd be pretty scared. But I'm I'm ready to see them kick it. Like that's why they play the game. Yep. Yep. It should be a good game. I'm hoping it'll be a good game. All right, there's, um, there's some good games this weekend. I mean, some that we didn't even touch about, like Ole Miss, Kentucky. That's yeah, like let's fun. jump into that. Like, what what did we miss? What did we not cover? Yeah, I mean that that's definitely one of the games. I mean, a lot of hype is on Kentucky right now. Um, I just I I didn't want to touch that one. I wanted to stay away from that one. I I really don't know a ton about Ole Miss. They're a six and a half point favorite though. Um, I think another interesting one was Minnesota. You guys were kind of on Minnesota, especially Marcus. Purdue's coming to town. Minnesota's a 12-point favorite. I mean, Purdue, they're coming in 2-2, two and two, but they, they went back and forth with Penn State first game of the year, and then they had a heartbreaker against Syracuse as well. So I was kind of surprised to see that spread so high. Um, I think that's really – those were two that – was kind of on my tab that I was like, wow, those are kind of two good games. Nebraska, I was kind of su- surprised, five-point favorite against Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, yeah, I could see Indiana winning that game for yeah, sure. I could too. So those, I think those are my those are my uh, main ones that I was kind of interested on but didn't want to go for. Texas Tech, Kansas State, I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think I think that game's interesting because Texas Tech, is their is there quarterback still out? Because Shaw or whatever, Tyler Shaw, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's – they don't even have their main quarterback right now. Yeah, I think uh, Donovan Smith is going to play. Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, that's an interesting game. Kansas State, seven-and-a-half point favorite. So, yeah, there's there's some intriguing games this weekend. There, there's, there's a sneaky good slate. I love the slate this week. Yeah. For and there's great games at all times of the day tomorrow too. It's gonna to be it's gonna be an awesome day of college football. Oh yeah, from from noon till midnight is, is gonna be awesome. Uh, does does Hawaii have a late game? Are we are we on the island this week? No. If you're if you're uh, itching for a, a late game play though, I'd, I'd say take Stanford plus seventeen. I, think, I don't think Bo Nix is, is doing doing that again, but. Yeah, that they play at eleven. I mean, that's the latest we got. Yeah, I guess why isn't playing, or they're playing somebody in the 
during the day. They might be on a week. They're on a buy. Are they on a buy? Yeah, I think so. If all goes to goes to crap tomorrow, I'll be playing Stanford plus 17. I'll be I'll just say that, but it's not on the card. That's, that's my get back game. Well, it just depends what is it going to be good Bo Nix or bad Bo Nix? Is this going to be Mr. 7 and 0 or Mr. 0 and 7? That's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two for sure. I still can't believe you <laughs> pulled that off last year. You were 7 in Dagum O. I mean, that's impressive because I'll go into some weeks thinking, wow, like I, I, I don't see a loss on this car and then I'll end up like two and four. So you just never know. I don't even remember what my process was that week or anything. Wasn't it? Uh, I think it was bowl season, wasn't it? I thought it was mid season. I'd have to go back and look, but I know you faded me on like three or four plays. So that, that might be a move. You remember that <laughs> one? <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a lot of carnage. But, um, Wilson, thanks for joining us again. Um, let's go ahead and recap it. Um, let's start with Nominal Coastal Barbecue. They have two plays this week. Texas laying nine and then Clemson a six-and-a-half point favorite against, excuse me, the NC State Wolfpack. The uh, then Clemson versus NC State is the game of the week, and the smoke of the week will be smoked ribs with Carolina Gold barbecue sauce. Just sounds delicious. So go over, follow 910 Coastal Barbecue on Instagram, and that's 910BB Coastal, C O A S T A L B B Q on Instagram. And give them a like and get the recipe. All right, Wilson's card, Mr. 7 0. He is on UTSA in Mid Tennessee State University over 63 tonight. He has Washington laying two and a hook. His Saturday card, Chapel Hill, laying nine, Florida State, Wake, over 65 and a hook. Louisville, laying 13 and a half against BC. UVA, catching two and a half against the Blue Devils in Durham. And then Texas, laying nine as well, agreeing with nine, one oh, Coastal Barbecue. Brett's card, Michigan, laying 10 and a hook. Chapel Hill, laying nine, Florida State, six and a half point favorite at home. And he also has the Florida State, Wake, over 65 and a half, along with Wilson. Kansas plus three, he does believe in Kansas. Baylor laying one and a half is the best number he can get. And then NC State plus seven, getting it done in Clemson, South Carolina. My card, Chapel Hill, nine-point favorite at home against the Hokies. Arkansas plus 17 and a half against Bama, agreeing with Brett and Wilson. Wake, Florida State, over 65 and a hook. I have LSU laying seven and a half in Auburn, Alabama. Cincy, Tulsa, over 58, expecting a lot of points that game to be played in the 70s or 80s. I'm on the opposite side of Wilson with Duke laying two and a hook against UVA. Pitt, 21 and a half point favorite against the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech. And I'm on the NC State Clemson over 44 and a half, expecting that game to be played in the high 20s, low 30s. So I love the over there. The power parlay, my play, seven and a half LSU. Brett's play, Florida State Wake over 65 and a hook. Wilson's uh, card in the hat is UVA plus two and a half. And then nominal Coastal Barbecue is playing Clemson laying six and a hook against NC State in the power parlay. Might as well just throw that UVA to a money line since it's a parlay anyway. Up the juice. Yeah, that's a good point. And don't forget, we are doing the 1K giveaway free play. So look in the show notes. There will be 
a link to my Twitter username. Go on there, create an account if you don't have one, but everyone has Twitter, even if it's inactive. Everyone had a Twitter back in the day. If you like and retweet the post with the show link for week five, you will be entered into a raffle to win a $20 free play. You can receive that over Venmo Zell from me, um, like Curtis, or from me and Brett, courtesy of the show. And just thank you for listening, guys. Um, anything else that we need to cover before we get on up out of here? Uh, enjoy the games. This is a good slate this week. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me again, and I can't wait to not live up to being called Mister Seven and Zero this week. So maybe I mean, I'll maybe you, have a new nickname next time. If you followed up with another undefeated, uh, like Dude, don't even don't even say that. There's no <laughs> well, it's only down from here. Yeah, that's yeah, really true. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, we'll chop it up in the chat room, and um, well, let's watch some football. Oh yeah, enjoy, Bye, guys. See ya.